This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Pondering Nerds. Um, tonight is a very special night. We have special guest Jordan McClowski who is a writer-slash-actor, and his next current project is Ghost Puncher. Uh, but before we get into that, let me go ahead and introduce my nerd-in-arms, Lance John. Hey, guys, what's up? And, uh, yeah, we we had, uh, you know, this is, this is recorded afterwards, obviously, so, we, you know, we had a great time talking with Jordan, and um, just, you know, what a guy, you know, just so much insight coming from this guy. Um, I mean, you can learn a lot about the, the indie film mm-hmm. industry, you know, from the ground up from him and stuff, you know, yeah. and he's uh, pretty funny too. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a great guy, man. Yeah, Dude, yeah, he, yeah. he seemed like such a guy that we're going to, that, that you just want to go like, like he would say in the, in the interview, you hear, go to the pub and have a beer with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but anyway, without further ado, our interview with Jordan McCloskey. So, Jordan, thank you so much for being with us today. It is really an honor and pleasure to have you on the show today. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> so, guys, uh, just so you guys know, um, Jordan is a actor slash writer. Um, he is going to be the co-producer and writer for a indie film coming up uh, entitled Ghost Puncher. Uh, but before we get into that, um, since we are pondering Nerdcast, we kind of want to do just a little bit of a little bit of a nerd cred <laughs> check with you there, Jordan. Just kind of see <laughs> where your passions lie and stuff like that. So, what would you say? Uh, oh no! <laughs> well, I'll go easy on you. I promise, man. So, what <laughs> what would you say uh, your favorite movie is of all time? Um, I don't know if this is nerdy or not, but I I always loved uh, Boogie Nights. That's one of my favorite. Okay. Uh, films, yeah, I saw that film when I was uh, six. <laughs> uh, I saw it when I was I saw it when I was like nineteen. Um, but <laughs> this got really weird really fast, um, and I just loved it. I loved it. It made me want to be an actor and write and do all that fun stuff. Um, probably a close second is something like a like a Lost Boys um, type of film, just because my sister loved. Kiefer Sutherland, and she was like seven years older than me, and I had to go see Lost Boys like wow, six man. times that one summer. <laughs> and, yeah, no, I'm not joking. I like it was horrible, and I, I did love it. I loved, I did love it, but it was just too much of Rob Lowe's poster in the the background <laughs> of Corey Hames. <laughs> I was gonna say that's six times of Corey Hames. That's a that's a lot <laughs> yeah. of punishment, but it was great. It was Canadian. Um, so, and then the other one, uh, or if you even asked me, yeah, we're gonna go uh, favorite superhero. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> Batman! He's ah. not even a superhero. He's <laughs> just a rich guy. I was just a rich guy, <laughs> but with a really cool yeah, friggin' that's true. costume. That's true. It is. Um, well, it depends which film you're talking about. 
Because um, if you're talking about nipple Batman from Batman and uh, Robin, I believe it was with Mister yeah. Freeze and with Arnold and stuff like that. That uh, that suit was a little bit out there. Exactly, <laughs> a little bit. And that's that's on Joel Schumacher. We can love him for Lost Boys, but we can fucking hate him for <laughs> what he did to Batman. Uh, um, you know what's really funny? I went. I was going through my old storage, and you guys will love this. Maybe this is geek nerd stuff for you, but I have a box of comics when I was like from circa 1987 to like 1994 nice. and it was in a Patrick Ewing shoebox, which is even more <laughs> nerdy. <laughs> and I was going through it and I had like Nintendo power, you know, magazines, all that stuff. But I had collected all the cards for that Batman, wow. that original nice. Michael Keaton movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and I had gotten a souvenir magazine that was still intact barely that I must have loved because it was all like and it was like finding that Goonies treasure of you know one-eyed Willie I was getting all the stuff that was <laughs> that was in there and um yeah I get I mean the reason I say Batman is because of that that's that era of Tim Burton's Batman and then uh a little bit of um Frank Miller's Batman which is awesome Okay, so would you say I would go out on a limb and say that either Batman or Batman Returns would probably be one of your favorites out of the series or franchise? Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys? I mean, what do you guys think? I think. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, you know what? I just recently rewatched Batman Returns, and how awesome is that? Uh, it was, man. It was like. I, I've always described it as like a it, it was almost Chris Nolan's vision of the trilogy. Like yeah. that's this generation's Batman, right? And then when you go back to you know, back to the, the Michael Keaton stuff, um I, I feel like it had the same tone, it was just in a different era. So they filmed it differently and there was, you know, a lot of different yeah. a lot of different techniques used and stuff like that. So but yeah, yeah tone uh, and just how dark and like dark and crazy it was, like just like, cause it's a yes. lot of, um, uh, uh, the, 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 the penguin and the Catwoman, uh, specifically the penguin, like he's there in it a lot more than Batman and how dark and, mm. and twisted and, and kind of gross it was, but how amazing too. And, and kind of ahead of its time a little bit. I think that's why it was panned a little bit for some reason and why it's getting love right now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, with, uh, with people. Cause I, like, yeah, I think they go back to the old Batmans and, you know, with the you know the original Batman is great, but then you got the Prince soundtrack, and you're kind of like, oh, whereas the Batman Returns, it's <laughs> just like, you know, is just none of that, and just kind of what maybe, yeah, like you said, the Christopher Nolan kind of of that era. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, last nerd question: uh, Do you have a favorite video game? Are you a video gamer at all? I'm not. I'm not uh, really. Oh. I'm not. I know. I'm not. I don't, <laughs> my credentials are going Boogie Nights. And fucking Batman is not. <laughs> um, so, so Super Mario Brothers. I'm trying to think. You know, I was when I was young in the '90s. We'd go to Little Katie's, where I grew up in a little village in Canada. And Little Katie's every Friday night, we'd go to Little Katie's and get Nintendo games. And I remember loving like Ninja Gaiden and Ducktales. <laughs> oh. Such a great, such yeah, great yeah. titles. Like those are those are two awesome ones to pick. I mean, in fact, they just remastered uh, Ducktales for the for the newer consoles. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. And when I saw it, I was like, "That's great," you know what I mean. But it still makes yeah. you want to go back and play the NES version for sure. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, just just that kind of like you look at the cover, and it's not really like what is the game's going to look like. You know, it's like the ET Atari, that horrible game. 
And, you know, <laughs> you look at the cover and it's nothing like that. But there was something about the Nintendo games and, and, and even Sega Genesis where the cover kind of did match the gameplay. Maybe not what it looked like on the, the cover, the art, but the gameplay was always so great and fun. And, and um, But, yeah, you know, I, I kind of regret not being into games as much as I I kind of I, as much as everybody else is just because they look so amazing now and they and just the you know they look like you're in a fucking movie like what we wanted <laughs> when I was 14 years old or 10 years old 14 years old you know yeah I sometimes think yeah. about that like if you were if you showed a video game of today's standards to one of us as a kids I think our minds would literally melt like yeah. in in our skulls <laughs> you know what I mean yeah yeah, um, no, good point, good point. I thought of that too a lot. I, I keep thinking of, yeah, exactly, 12-year-old me going, oh my God, you can go down this alley and into this sewer system in like 18th century, you know, London with the mask on. You know, this is fucking nuts and it looks all real and you can peek into a window. Because when you got those Nintendo games, you thought you could do all that stuff. But it was just the scrolling console, you know, mm-hmm. uh, jump over, you know, Hey, uh, retro's hot nowadays. Yeah. Retro is, is like super hot. In fact, like the, the old consoles are coming back. Uh, one of the things we do at Gaming Rebellion is we cover a lot of uh, retro games and retro streams and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, okay. All of that aside, let's get to the heart of why you are here today, sir. Ghost Puncher. I thought it was just for like that. Those. Oh, 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 well, I mean, it can be. Okay, but fair enough. We can talk about the food. Yeah, okay, yeah, so Ghost Puncher. So break it down to our listeners. What is Ghost Punchers? Give us the rundown of what you're seeing, what your vision is for this film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ghost Puncher is a horror supernatural comedy. Sup- supernatural horror comedy is what we kind of like, like to call it, i.e., uh, you know, the old Ghostbusters or... Uh, frighteners kind of stuff um and yeah basically it's it's the tone that i tried to do when i wrote it was i harkened back to uh 80s stuff that we loved maybe early 90s i.e monster squad um we go back to lost boys you know where uh, uh goonies where where the the kids were kind of the you know the the, the the principal in the movie and but it was still dark it didn't have to be a cheese film, if that makes any sense. It didn't have to be produced by Nickelodeon and, you know, lovey-dovey. There was still blood and guts and craziness going on. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so when I, so when I wrote it, I, I did that. And, uh, and yeah, so basically it's Ghost Puncher. It's, it's about a story. Uh, it's about a, a father and a son, sorry, uh, that move into a haunted house, uh, haunted by three spirits. The three spirits are kind of fun and, goof around at first much like the original post poltergeist where it's you know they're kind of bending spoons and balls are being thrown or whatever and um and then the ghosts get assholey for lack of a better <laughs> word and uh and they possess the dad and the son doesn't know what to do because the dad's possessed so he goes on the internet which is what kids would probably do nowadays and contacts google it, <laughs> he google it. yeah yeah he google <laughs> Google, how do you get rid of ghosts? And Ghost Puncher pops up. A guy calling himself, he's an exorcist, and he's got kind of one of those commercials like in the original Ghostbusters, uh, where he's just punching ghosts. But he actually can do it. And um, and then the insanity ensues and the crazy adventure. So it's a little, it's you know, it's a mix of um, uh, you know, Lost Boys, uh, Poltergeist, and Bad Santa because the guy's got to live with 
this kind of down and out guy schlub's got to live with this kid for <laughs> for a week and try to figure this 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 crap out and then it becomes evil dead too got you um yeah yeah the 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 director and the producer nice. i was actually we were working on it last night i was in we we had script stuff and and it's fucking great guys i just i wish i i mean i wish i could you know say what the script is and i could read you the script verbatim but um it's really exciting. Like it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really fun. Uh, speaking of which, like, what uh, do, do we have? Like a time frame? Maybe when we could see a trailer or? Uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Right now, obviously, it's in development. But um, we just got the the director. Um, I don't know if your listeners, if they check out Ghost Puncher stuff online, they'll see uh, Trevor Cornish, uh, who's awesome, and a producer Gabriel Napora, who's produced like Neil Bloomkamp stuff and. Uh, gosh, you know, the new, um, oh gosh, uh, Danny Trejo's film. Um, 2045. Anyways, we, so, yep. we've, yes, yeah. And so, like, like we've got a really amazing team. So, you know, I, I can't really put a timeline on it now, but things are moving quickly is, is probably what I can say at this point. And sooner, sooner than later, I guess, is probably the best way to describe the time frame. I have a question more about, um, say, you in your career. Uh, I saw that you you won the Gemini Award uh, back in two thousand nine for a uh, I believe it was a was it a show uh, or a movie uh, Three Chords from the Truth. Yeah, yeah, it was a TV series here in Canada. Uh, uh, it was a spinoff of a show I did called The Wilkinsons, which was kind of like it was a comedy series, so very much like the the, the Office, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, and it was about a band called The Wilkinsons, which is actually a real country band. Um, they, they've been nominated. Yeah, Nashville. They, they're uh, for Grammy. Um, I'm trying to think of some of their their songs. Not so, anyway. So they moved back to Canada, and I'm like their number one fan, and yada yada yada. And so it's like The Office, I guess. It's like a mockumentary type of series. And then we did uh, the spinoff was my character and another character um, in in another world where we're VJs or, or whatever. So yeah, no, it was like the Canadian Emmy. Uh, the show got canceled after a year, so that was oh. kind of a little. Yeah, it was it was kind of shitty, but uh, but um, yeah, you did something right for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know really, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the, the the writers of actually season two of the book because I was the Wilkinsons was a couple seasons, and then Three Chords was uh, you know obviously its own season. But the the creators of Three Chords, the writer did a, a movie that starred. Do you guys know Orphan Black? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so the star of that was in our the writer that was the three chords, and so we all kind of ended up oh, cool. sucked that we got, you know, canceled, but we kind of went our separate ways and and did some really cool things. Um, one, like I said, that that uh, Adriana Meggs was a director and did a really good movie called Grown Up Movie Star, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, there's so yeah, there's it sucked, but it was one of those things. But it was cool, kind of to to be you know there and on live tv and at least in canada and then you go up on stage when they call your name and uh you you are nervous and then you have to do all the, the stuff backstage and meet with the press it's it's a nutty it's a nutty thing you drink a lot of, you drink a lot and you go to after parties and you drink a lot. <laughs> that's basically so that's how you get through those award shows yeah um, and, and i was yeah exactly <laughs> and I, it was it was filmed in where the calgary the nhl the calgary flames <laughs> okay. right? so 
we were in the Saddle Dome. It's called Saddle Dome, of course, in Calgary. So you're literally backstage, and there's dressing rooms of like hockey players. It's fucking, it's it's <laughs> cool, but it's surreal. And you have a glass of red wine, which I can't stand, but they give it to you and go, "Congratulations!" And you're like, "Just give me something." <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, whatever works right now. Well, speaking yeah. of speaking of uh, you know locations and stuff and Canada, were you guys planning on shooting or filming Ghost Puncher in Canada or? Uh, what, I mean, what locations did you have in mind? Yeah, like, I mean, we're Canadians making it, um, like, in terms of, like, Trevor and I and Gabriel's the producer is Canadian. But, but I mean, Gabriel's produced American films and all that stuff. Um, I think, you know, that's a good question. I, I don't think we're constricted just to Canada. I think it can be pretty much anywhere. Um, as you guys know, there's tax credits and there's all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. And, and, and I, I wrote the movie – where it's it takes place on you know a cul-de-sac a street and a house hmm. and a school so that could be in florida i think you guys said you guys are from florida maybe i'm in florida uh lance is up in new york i'm up in i'm yeah. down in florida but i am about 40 miles north of panama city new york so okay. i could i could totally uh go scout out some some areas at the beach for you but i don't know how the beach setting would work into the uh to the script <laughs> so. yeah yeah we, yeah no yeah that would be like all of a sudden like I would write that in just so we could go to the beach for now. Um, and see yeah, why not? Yeah. Bikinis, yeah. It's like, oh, there's a scene, and then I have, and then I make out with a girl in a bikini. And they're like, you're the writer. You're not even in the movie. I, I, um, I'm a writer. I can do what I like. Uh, thank you. I can, so, <laughs> well, trust, trust me, that doesn't always happen. Um, but yeah, no, so it could be really anywhere. I mean, people have talked about, you know, New Orleans and, and stuff. It's funny because ah. – you know, I've seen, yeah, like just things like I've seen. You know, it follows has a nice look to it. Again, this is not up to me, but has that kind of eighties night Elm Street thing. And I always kind of pictured, you know, Ghost Puncher being in, uh, you know, autumn fall time type of thing. You know, so it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Just as long as it's not, you know, like some place. Okay. Like the sand. <laughs> are you, are you, <laughs> not, not there's anything wrong. I'm sorry. What? My bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would say not there's anything wrong with placing the sand. I just think with the aesthetic of Ghost Puncher, it's it's got that 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 feel of you know of mid you know Midwest Eastern kind of okay. thing. I think yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds cool to me. Um, so, um, what? Uh, where did the inspiration come from? To you know, first of all, to even the concept of the movie, and then the name. <laughs> you know, like because the first yeah. time Nate told me about this, I was just, I was like, "What?" It's like <laughs> it's a great it name. Like, like it's got to be one of the best. It's, it's names a great name ever. Ghost yeah. Puncher. I mean, it's like if you don't hear that and yeah. want to see it, I don't know what's wrong with you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so. you know, you guys are like to ask me that. Like one of the. Th- one of the first ones because it is it is a good name thank you and i would like there's a lot of ghost puncher stuff out there but i can attest i did this like eight nine years ago because i was doing that three chords uh tv show and when you do a tv show you're you're working for for like 32 33 days straight it's really really hard it's hard work right you have long days all that stuff so at the end of three chords everybody was saying they were doing other things right um they were like, I'm doing a movie or I'm doing this. And I was, I was, I'm a Canadian actor. So I was doing commercials for frosted flakes, you know, nice. and, um, they're and great. So, yeah, they're great. Literally. That's what I was, I wasn't even getting it. I was auditioning for it. 
So basically, oh, wow. I started to write at the the end of the days. Few the, the end of the days of uh, of the shoot, I, I came up with a name, Ghost Puncher, and I started writing the short. And the guy was the only guy in the world that could punch ghosts. And it was a documentary, and he was the only one since Jesus that could you know punch ghosts and werewolves. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, so what are you doing? And I'd say, oh, I'm doing this movie called Ghost Puncher. And they go, oh. And um, and so it was kind of a joke. And then we filmed the short, which is on Funny or Die. It's like, it's from seven years ago. And we did a short. And it kind of just, like, people liked the name and they liked the short and they thought it was funny. And um, and also, like, too, I would, I, when I started thinking I wanted to do a script, I was like, man, there's something about Ghost Puncher. If I could get the right concept and get the right story, it could work. And people would love the name just, just on the name alone. They would just look to see what the story is about, even if it was shite. Um, so that's kind of how it happened. It was kind of like this, this, the funny being a bit of a douche going, I'm doing the ghost puncher to people, then doing a little funny short for a Halloween party. And then my first script going, okay, I think I can make this work. And, um, and I also could, because I'm so close to Toronto, the Toronto film festival, when you look for names and, the Toronto Film Festival, it's always hard to find a film because it's like, unless it has a star in it, you don't know if the film's good or not, right? It's like the flower comes out of the ground and, and <laughs> you're like, oh. and then it starts calling feral and you're like, oh, maybe I'll check it out. But something like Ghost Puncher, people are always going to fucking circle that on like a film festival circuit and go, I want to see what this is about. Yeah. So there was yeah. a little bit of method to my, my madness and it kind of worked because you know, like, you know, Nate, you got a hold of me because he's probably saw the Twitter and you're like, oh shit, and whatever, Ghost Puncher followed you. And, and you know, we kind of had fun with the name and the and the posters and stuff. But it, there, beneath all of that, it's a really, it is a really good movie, which, you know, nerds <laughs> like, like all of us will like, plus other people will like too, that just like, you know, the movie's called The Flower Out of the Ground, starring Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> it like it too because it's it's got like it's it's not a parody it's nothing like that it's like the best way I can the best way I can describe it is the tone is is like a Lost Boys or a Goonies or whatever it's just that's the way it is right. and and we were writing last night and and uh, I, I met with, up with the director he's shooting uh, next week and so we were meeting up with scripts and we've been on the script hardcore and man it's like we just want to let everybody in on how fun it's going to be and just the craziness. Cause there's going to be some like evil dead stuff, things shit happening too. And um, I've given it away in other interviews too. Like there's a guy that gets raised by the ghosts and his legs and arms get pulled out and oh, he starts spinning. Wow. And it's like, we, we call it like a blood sprinkler. And um, <laughs> it's, it's funny because the, the guy in it's kind of like the dad's kind of like a Bruce Campbell, like what the fuck is going on? And oh. and every time that scene comes up, we laugh. And now because of the amazing producer we have, because you know, like Gabriel's got an amazing special effects background and the practical effects stuff. I mean, look at the Chappie was the original short was produced by Gabriel, uh -huh. the robots and stuff. So the ghosts are going to be really, really fucking awesome in this film. Sweet. And and the director yeah. is one of the best comedy directors in North America in terms of short films and commercials and. He works all over the world. So, you know, we have pedigree. We have some really, you know, I love It Follows and I love all those indie Babadook and all that stuff, but this is different. It's like, it's something what we, you know, uh, remember. And, and with Ghostbusters 3 coming out and they're 
budget's probably like a hundred million. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. You know, that's awesome. But you know, we're, we're this little, little tight little film that's going to have a father, a son and ghost puncher and, and a few other characters and, uh, something you could put on with your buddies or your girlfriend or the girls night out and go, what the fuck are we watching? This is nuts. <laughs> it's still a lot. That's what's up. Well, I kind of wanted to ask what, um, like, cause in the press kit that you sent over, it is explained as a horror comedy. And I kind of wanted to know like how much of both are we going to see? Is it going to be pretty even, pretty even, even keel down the middle or, um, you know, I mean, when you say horror, hopefully there's going to be some moments that make us go, Oh crap. I didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? But with the comedy, I mean, that's gotta be a hard line. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? The team that I wanted to get, uh, to answer your question. So for editing purposes, (laughs) um, so to answer your question, yeah, no, um, I did want to, it is a hard line to toe for sure. And so by bringing in that director, uh, Trevor Cornish and the producer and stuff, uh, which get that kind of concept. Um, I think, I think we tow it. It's, it's like the Frighteners, right? Where you have Peter Jackson kind of, you know, there can be some pretty dark stuff in the Frighteners and some fun stuff as well. Um, yeah. and, and it's like, that's like ghost puncher. Okay. So, uh, ghost puncher has that insidious, creepiest, creepy, creepiest, that's something more creepy moments. Um, <laughs> um, you know, with kind of the opening with some fun stuff going on, but also, um, some really human stuff with the, the father and the son, the father, uh, you know, is trying hard to kind of be the cool dad and, and he's never there. And then the son's kind of 13 and all that stuff. So it, it is probably a little bit more comedy. Um, but in, in the tone of like a Shaun of the dead, where there's a lot of real stuff going on. And then all of a sudden a guy gets his stomach open and his intestines are being taken out, you know, um, um, that's kind of where we, you know, so there's probably a little bit more comedy and then horror. Um, gotcha. yeah. So, so it is a fine line. It's funny. Cause even last night we were, we were writing a few scenes and they're funny, but they're dark, but like not dark in a way that you're, you're going to turn away, but just like little, little, I, I, again, I can't tell you the script at this point, <laughs> but, okay. but, but like stuff that you would go, Oh my God, this is nuts. What's happening. But would make you jump out of your seat. I guess I guess the best way to describe it is 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 like all of a sudden a hand goes through a wall and grabs you, you know, grabs that character by the chest, but it's holding something mm-hmm. that's funny from before, and you know, you'll go, oh my god, and then laugh, and and that's really really trying to do, and and with the director aboard because of his experience with with short films and commercials and the awards that he's won, um, it's gonna happen, like it's gonna be pretty awesome. Um, again, it's something that I don't see a lot out there and I'm a nerd for films. So I think Mm -hmm. maybe dead snow too lately. And there's a few others that maybe compared to maybe ghost puncher in terms of kind of horror comedy, but those are more horror and gross and rated R and and ours are, are, it's maybe a strong adult accompaniment, you know, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta hold your pants hand to get into ghost puncher. Well, it, it, you know, uh, t- you know, towing that same line, I mean, you're not only trying to do horror and comedy, you know, you've also kind of talked about you're going to have to try and build 
that um, sort of bad Santa relationship between the thirteen-year-old and yeah, and the guy that comes in. So you know, I mean, you got so many things that you're trying to flirt with when writing, man. Like I just have to, you know, I have to tip my hat to you, sir, because that is definitely a project that you know. Like I didn't know that uh, this you were on this for this long. I mean, you said that you've been writing this for seven or eight years now. um, Yeah, well, it's seven, probably in terms of the script, probably two and a half years. Like there's been other producers attached. And since, uh, God, I want to say May, with when the Twitter kind of blew up everywhere, mm-hmm. I had people kind of coming to me and, and kind of, you know, uh, you know, flirting with me, I guess, if you want to say it, <laughs> for, producers, for producers and directors. But, um, yeah, so I think for, for the script has been two and a half years, but this incarnation of the script um, has probably been since December um, but, but it's, it's been the same tone for two and a half years. There's always been a father and a son. There's always been the guy living in his van, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, um, that, that type of, uh, that type of tone, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's like Tetris right now. Like we call it Tetris, the director and I, because, you know, we're, we're putting in some things, we're taking out some things, we're tightening up some characters, we're changing and you're, you know, you have to, if you change this, you got to go back 20 pages and change something else just mm-hmm. to make it. You know, mm. you're playing God. <laughs> yeah. But there's some really good I mean, we have a character in there that's almost like Whistler from Blade. <laughs> and um because and again, this is a I mean, not a spoiler because the movie's not out, but um one of the things that in our movie in Ghost Puncher, and it's copyrighted, so nobody can fucking steal this. Um, nice. <laughs> is that the ghost puncher obviously can put the ghost into the netherworld. Like he's the one that can grab them. He's got special gloves, all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But is it a Nintendo power glove? Because yeah. you know what? It's, it's not. Oh, okay. When I saw it's that not? in the poster, I was like, if he starts punching ghosts with a Nintendo power glove, I'm going to have a nerdgasm. Like, yeah, no, because <laughs> <laughs> that stuff better. I know. Unfortunately, I mean, Cause it's just it's just too much. I think it's distracting a little bit, and and just it's it's almost like I mean the Evil Dead stuff, right? Yeah, like it's right. got the chainsaw. It's not like you know fucking like a, a you know whatever whatever that name steel chainsaw uh-huh. like a company name. It's just a chainsaw. It's just, it's just fucking Bruce Campbell, and and that's kind of, we kind of wanted to do that with Ghost Puncher. Um, okay. Just kind of have them. The gloves are old. You'll, it'll be all worth it. But what, to make up for the power glove is that we discover that remote controls, like TV remote controls, like VCR, DVD remote controls, they have mm-hmm. infrared, you know, uh, laser that oh, nobody can yeah. see. And if you actually point those at ghosts, go, it's like a stun gun for a ghost. Oh, yeah. okay. so The scenes That's we have, is like, the ghosts, the, the kids have all these, like, remote controls, like, Fucking like they're hard. They're, they're it's like it's like they have shock a shotgun with the shells around their chest. Yeah, and, basically. <laughs> nice, nice. So nice. they're they're kind of the front line for Ghost Puncher, and it the scenes are the way it's being written. It's so funny. Um, so we kind of make it up. So basically, the Whistler is an old TV repair shop that sells remote controls <laughs> and gives them to the Ghost Puncher to have him stun the ghosts with. So the kids get to shoot remotes that's that's our like closest to like the uh proton gun that we can mm-hmm. get in, in ghost puncher but it's funny as hell it reads really funny because the ghosts are always like what the fuck when they get <laughs> they're stunned as shit that they got stunned <laughs> like... <laughs> like these old chunky vcr remotes 
and they're just like play play rewind <laughs> and they always because they always are going to have infrared right so and like a vcr will go on and there'll be like a jane fonda workout in the background as a fight's going on so there's nice. there's a lot of fun stuff going on with the with the film nice um what um i know you mentioned earlier about different uh, film festivals that you guys were looking to enter are you looking to like enter them all or or is just like a few or is it like what's the process of like submitting a film to um to some sort of film festival is it like a hard thing or just like yeah one two three let's get it done yeah i think i think it's a bit of, i mean that's more of a question for gabriel the producer but i think um yeah i think i think once the film's done the the movie will be i mean i would think submitted to like a lot of film festivals. i would i mean i would just to get the buzz for it i always i always mm-hmm. pictured ghost puncher being in a film festival you know magazine and, and whether it's an after dark or or you know one of those those fun those fun horror festivals or whatever i always pictured it being there because i think um the name alone will get people kind of interested and and the audience would already be going into it because you know those festivals those film festivals are such a fun atmosphere um and uh but yeah no i think i i don't necessarily know the process but i think the way the film's kind of the way it's going to turn out and hopefully knock on wood um, I think, and again, I, I'm just kind of I'm assuming the producer would do this, would just submit it to, to pretty much not everyone, but just specific ones just to get the, the buzz out there. Um, again, ghost puncher, you know, I could see that at Sundance or Toronto film festival or whatever, just, you know, the after dark stuff, you know, the after the, like I saw the, um, the world premiere of uh, JCVD in Toronto at the after dark part of the film festival. And it was so fucking fun because everybody was so into it. And uh, that's kind of what I want Ghost Puncher to kind of have that film festival experience. Nice. Yeah. And, and from the way you describe it, and since it's all pretty much written already, you ever think about like, you ever thought about like making it into a audiobook of some sort? Because I'm a big audio, um, audible fan. And uh, it sounds like this is something where you can get like a bunch of characters and just create this, you know, great audio sounding oh, like, adventure. Like like a yeah. book, like like uh, like the script, like an audio book, like yeah. a script, yeah. a script being oh, that would be cool. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I would love to do a table read like that. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be really cool. I know what you're talking about like you know you get a book and then it's an audio book. That would be cool because you get you get the music. Do you get music with audiobooks? I used to. You uh, not all of them have it, okay. but they're, they're yeah. But the, you can like if you want to go ball, you know, all the way out with the production level when it comes to that audio stuff. But yeah, oh, okay. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I was always thinking was, um, you know, potentially it could be a graphic novel or a series. Oh yeah, series. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, like you know, it's so funny, guys, because. What was it? Was it? I did an interview, God, a month ago now, and they said, "Oh, look at this this ghost puncher." There was like a a guy doing um, an Indiegogo or, or Kickstarter, mm. and it was it was a ghost puncher comic, and it was a guy and he had a cat and his ghost hand. It was called Ghost Puncher, and I was like, "Fuck!" But at the same time, our ghost puncher is nothing like that. It's it's more of a a bad Santa that has you know Evil Dead's type of two type of powers. He's just a brawler. Um, but I could see that being a hit in, in that comic book genre of this. Cause you know, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, how it was such a hit with the graphic novel stuff. I think you could follow right. this puncher 
in his van, you know, going around and doing, you know, fighting spirits and just being like hung over like Bruce Willis and Die Hard. <laughs> Fuck, I'm are you serious? You know, you know, he's got he's got literally it's it's like that's the thing about you asked me about superheroes. Maybe that's why I picked Bruce Wayne and that's why I wrote Ghost Puncher, because, um, you know, Bruce Wayne, you're right. He's a rich guy with a thing and Ghost Puncher really just has special gloves and he doesn't really know. If he's like, fucking I'll fight whatever. But that he brings the humanity to the character, right? Like yeah. you, you yeah. realize that this guy is he's I mean, he's he may not be a, a, a normal guy, but at the same time, he's. It shows the humanity of that character that he is—he's just as vulnerable as far as emotions and stuff like that as everybody else, and uh, yeah. you know stuff like that. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, yeah, because because originally, like when you, I pitched this to producers and stuff, because you know I pitch TV shows and all that fun stuff, and uh, you know Ghost Puncher always came up just because of the posters and the name. And I remember one producer kind of looking at me, and I'm going, "Yeah," so I'm telling you guys kind of how it is, and you guys are are like, oh, that's cool or awesome or whatever. Mm. I'm like, I'm over-exaggerating how you guys, that's awesome, that's cool. <laughs> best thing ever, Jordan. You're the best. Um, but but the producer was like, so how does he punch ghosts? And it was like, I couldn't just, like, I was like, which is a good question, I guess. But at the same time, it was just like, he's got gloves that are special from, and it was just like, well, I don't need to fucking explain it. It's just he fucking... <laughs> You know, just accept that he punches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's like asking why Bruce Campbell cuts his hand off and is still able to live and put a chainsaw. You know, it's like just fucking accept it. It's yeah. called. Yeah. Some, some, at some point uh, in 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 movies, at least you you have to have that cutoff point of like I have buddies that scrutinize film. Oh, that. That's just totally ridiculous, and it's like, dude, it's a movie. Like, if it was, if it was supposed to be real life, then that would be some fucked up shit that just happened, you know? Yeah. But you right. know, it, it, you gotta have some sort of cutoff point with, and, and, and then you, you know, saw, and then your buddy saw it follows and went, "What was that?" <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll stop and it follows because, but, yeah. But no, I know what you're saying. Like, it's it's like exactly like just kind of let your mind. That's you know it's really funny because the rules in horror movies and in any movie with this kind of thing going on action whatever the rules in a horror movie are so important and I find just making it more basic and you know there's three ghosts in Ghost Puncher it's a mother her two daughters from 1897 they were serial killers yada yada they have a backstory that's fine but I just was like you know how, what are the rules what are the gonna rules I'm just like well just kill the mother and the other two are dead. You know, I didn't want to make it too complicated. I didn't want to make it nutty because then it becomes, which I like the movie, it follows where, you know, there's a lot to like, you know, there's a lot happening there and the audience kind of gets caught up in the rules opposed to this actual story, which is a great story. Mm -hmm. Um, Do do you know what I'm trying to say? Does that make any sense? Because it's just, I just wanted to make it as basic as it could be. Yeah, well, you especially when writing, I could understand that it would be hard to because you want to write, you, you you know, as a writer, you want to have backstory to what happened to these ghosts and stuff, but at the same time, you have to keep the focus of the film on the characters that it revolves around, and the ghosts are more uh, counterparts to those characters; they're more you know side characters than they are uh, you know. I mean, obviously that they are the ghosts that are getting punched. I would assume in the film, yeah. but but they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're still you know background characters almost. They're not like the story will revolve around the thirteen year old, his father, and 
uh, the Whistler, I believe is what you call them. The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a herb, but yeah, okay. no, for sure. Um, like, like you'd ever know that it was a her. <laughs> I'm like, uh, excuse me, dude. It's a her. It's all good. <laughs> but no, it's true. No, you're absolutely right. And cause I think that's where I, I for a while there, uh, two and a half years ago, I was like really struggling at how I was going to do this. And I was just, it's got to all be about ghost punching, ghost punching. But to your point, it's gotta be the, yeah, they're almost the secondary story and they are to make the awesome shit happen. Like when they come out and when the fights happen and when, you know, Ghost Puncher grabs the one ghost by the head and slams her face down. And mm-hmm. that sounds really horrible because it's, <laughs> it's not a real, you know, it's not female, it's a ghost. Um, and just all that fun stuff. And you're right. No, you got to build that mo- emotion and tension. And, and then, of course, have the rules of, you know, like I said, I mean, it's just like horror movies right now. That's, I think, the problem of, of a lot of them is like you get too like, Again, I really liked It Follows, but it was hard to like the rules were really hard to follow. You know, okay, what's going on? Mm. Like you can now they can throw things and now they can do this and that. And but 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 a really good movie, like a really you know a little bit slow and stuff. And I I also kind of wanted to make this kind of like you know um, just right away it gets going. Like the opening scene is is like a fight. You know, it's fun. It's a fight and it's. Um, it's a poltergeist and it's, it's awesome. And so I, you know, I kind of wanted to do, I was literally making a movie for myself, guys, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I called it ghost. Punch. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, literally I called it ghost puncher. There's fights. There's, um, there's no romance, which is probably 10 oh. year old me going. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no girls allowed. Yes. <laughs> Unless it's like, you know, the odd boob shot from Porky's cause it can't, uh, that was what it was. Um, but yeah, no, it's, and, and there are like, like we have the, the Whistler character is a female and a really strong character. And, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun movie. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, speaking of which, like how did, how, like, did you get the movie funded? Is this something that's internally funded or did you guys go to uh, crowdsourcing like through Kickstarter and Indiegogo or, uh, you know, how did you guys get the, the started funding for it and everything? Um, yeah, well, right now, no, we haven't done, we're not doing Kickstarter or Indiegogo, even though that is, that's a great avenue. Um, but no, I, the, I think we're going to, right now it's, it's not financed per se, but, um, once, once all this is kind of into like the scripts done and all that fun stuff, um, I think it's going to be, uh, financiers and investors and all that fun, crazy stuff that I have no clue about. <laughs> Hopefully studios. Um, I think it's the buzz that it's gotten so far has given it, um, I guess the, the kind of uh, boost to go to some, you know, studios or, or financiers and all that stuff. Um, just, just on the, on what, what's happened so far. So um, yeah, I leave that all up to the producer and I'm just kind of the guy that's like, you know, I'll write the fucking script and <laughs> I can and take the interviews. But um, yeah, no, it looks really, really positive for that whole uh, that whole avenue. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna have a nice, healthy, good budget. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you going to try and write yourself a role in Ghost Puncher, even if it's like a two second? This guy gets ripped you should be the guy you should be the dead body that gets raised up 
Like you should figure out. You know what I'm going to be is I'm going to be an Australian and I'm going to write myself into like Tarantino did in, in Django. Um, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's, I don't know. Like, like I looked at the script. I'm not going to lie to you because originally, you know, I'm an actor uh-huh. and, um, yeah. and you kind of look and go, maybe I could do this, but I don't know guys. Like, I mean, I did it for 16, 17 years or whatever. And, and, uh, I don't know. I'm just so, I'm not into it as much. I mean, if that, there was a chance, I'd probably do it, but Gotcha. I'm just, I'm just happy, you know, to see your, you know, you know, it's like, it's like to see your baby kind of grow up and walk and have some, right. some really successful actors say your lines is probably you get off of that, then you probably would more, you know, seeing yourself in a little cameo, but, but at the same time, it would be cool, like to see my arms get ripped off and blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have nightmares. Yeah. about it. <laughs> I have a question from one of the uh, Ponder Nerds uh, people that uh, they sent this in. They, they wanted to know, are there like any scenes that we should look forward to that was going to be in Ghost Puncher? And um, I should say, this, the person that asked this, she has very obscure taste in horror movies. So she mentioned, that they, you ever seen a movie called The Gate from 1987? Oh, God, a while ago, though. Like, years yeah. ago. Right. She said like that, you know. 1987. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, and she she mentioned a scene about it where the little boy is on the top of the stairs and um, you know where he has like an eye peering back at him from like his from you know inside his hand. Like, are there, yeah. any, gonna, are there any like scenes that you know we should look forward um, to? Like, yeah, you know, you know that, you want, that you can mention that you can mention that I can mention. Well, I, I told you the human sprinkler, which is fucking dope. Uh, uh, yeah, what's what's your what's your listener's name? What's your listener's uh, Mickey, Mickey C. Brown. Yeah. Mickey, what's up? Um, yeah, no, you know, I think in terms of, you said the ghost kid or whatever, that ghost with the eye thing. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a, there's a, there's some really cool f- scenes. We call the ghosts are called the column bells. So the two daughters are really creepy. Um, mm-hmm. one, one is blind and always says Marco, you know, Marco Polo and the other one's always hungry. Um, um, yeah, there's there's some oh man, there's yeah, there's a couple really oh fuck it because I would give away the ending. <laughs> Don't do yeah, that. No, Don't no, do that. No. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. There's there's they live next door to clowns, which is hilarious because there's a couple that that never get out of their clown gear. They have a clown service and they're always like honk honk and they never talk and they wave at them and oh, make God. and it, <laughs> it comes back to bite them. Let's just say like the unicorn and and cabin in the woods. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a really good scene at the opening with a ghost called Jacob, and he's a poltergeist that's a fucking asshole, and he, the the old lady that is in the house loves him but wants him to go to a better place, and he he does something to the old lady, he doesn't kill her, but does something to her hand that's pretty fucking brutal that the ghost puncher has to, and it's creepy because the kid's holding like he's kind of stroking her hand and and uh, and you know the, the the old lady's going oh it's jacob and something happens there so and 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 what we want to do with the ghosts i think is something to look forward to too like when they get mad some shit happens but um other than the human sprinkler uh i'm giving away shit but uh, <laughs> i think Mickey, the human sprinkler is going to be dope because we out of all the drafts the human sprinkler never fucking leaves because you know we've had some dark things in it but they're always like, no, you got to leave the human sprinkler in there. 
That is, it is, it is like, I'm trying to picture that in my head. Now, like, it, help me set the tone for this sprinkler scene. Is this going to be in a house or is this like in their house? It's in the house. It's when all the craziness is happening. Like, you know, you know what it's like? Okay. You know what it's like, um, uh, Nate and Lance and, and Mickey out there. Hey, what's up? It's, it's like the end of Lost Boys where they're fighting the vampires. So that, that whole scene. Ah. So basically what happens is the ex-wife comes with her new boy toy, who never speaks, uh, good-looking boyfriend, i.e. kind of Jane, John Stamos-looking. And and basically what happens is he gets raised above because the, the two little girls don't like him, and his arms kind of go out like a... and legs go out like a, you know, a voodoo doll thing. Uh-huh. And they just snap, and then it just Whoa. sprays there. And the little girl ghost is is dancing underneath the blood, like like a little kid would in a sprinkler... And uh, and the characters are going. Wow, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I think is the reaction is is like very Shaun of the Dead, where it would be like Shaun going, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" And is in Nick Frost, right? Yeah, that's what the react. That's what makes those scenes funny because uh, the craziness is happening and it's gross, but it's just it's just you know what the fuck? It'd be like us yeah. that happened, even though. We are because we're nerds in different ways. Um, we would still our reaction would just be like, "Holy shit!" That you want the actors to not react like actors. You want them to react as if that really was happening in front of them, and they're like, "What the fuck is going?" Yeah, exactly. exactly. I totally see the tone. And and also too, we have. Oh, it's really funny. Again, I won't. There's a there's a really good scene with. Um, they're, we're not calling them Jehovah's Witnesses. That we're calling, you know, like Bible thumpers <laughs> that knock on your door, and they knock literally on the wrong door because the dad's possessed, and they're like, "Hey, can we introduce you to Jesus?" And he's now the devil, <laughs> and shit happens. So, so Mickey, there's a lot of things, and like I, you guys could literally have me on more, and I could have about four more beers, and you could, I could literally tell the whole script. <laughs> I, you know you know i'm that buddy that goes we're at a pub and then you're like did you see whatever movie and i'm like oh my god the ending was and i'll tell you it <laughs> spoilers yeah spoilers you gotta have earmuffs with george yeah and, and i'll go no i'm not, I'm not, I'm not anything and then i'll keep going oh man that's great but yeah so no there's there's some it's it's going to be really really fun and um, yeah I think the column bells the ghosts I think we want them people to dress up like them for Halloween oh, nice. and so I think the creepy shit again like we have a little bit of insidious in there uh, the gates mm. that's a great example without that fucking kid and stuff um, yeah. um, we have a lot of things going on in there and and basically uh, we are making the greatest movie of fucking all time nice. Nice. That's Basically. what that's what I like to hear. <laughs> what uh, what is your guys uh, optimistically anyway? I mean, obviously there are hitches in a road. Any with any film, I would understand yeah. that there's you know there's things that come up and stuff. But optimistically, what kind of time frame are you guys looking for uh, um, for for release? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd love to say the next year. Like like in terms of God filming, probably the next year. And and uh, you know if everything works out, great. And again, this is all producer stuff, but um, we're we're working really hard and dilig- dilig- diligently, if that's even a word, on the script um, to get it to a point where you know you can take it to studios and financiers and stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, I, you know, looking at it right now with the team we have in place, with the director, the producer, uh, myself, I think you know we could get this this going like ASAP. 
Nice. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And, and I mean, the great thing about social media and Twitter and, and, and all that fun stuff is that, you know, I'm literally keeping people posted. Like I posted a picture last night on Twitter for Ghost Puncher, uh, the Twitter um, we were literally we were we were writing all afternoon, and we took our writing into the pub, and we wrote in the pub. So the waitresses are like giving us beers, and we're you know <laughs> on our laptops, kind of writing ghost puncher. So <laughs> so you'll see probably in one of the page, one of the parts of the movie where were those guys drunk when they wrote that? <laughs> Did Jordan say they were in the pub? drinking tequila um yeah so so yeah no i think i think it's asap i mean that's again the best but with with twitter and all that stuff i can keep everybody posted and uh and and like i've said to everybody i mean like i'd come back you know if you guys would have me and and keep you guys posted and and uh you know with progress and you know i'll you know i'll keep you posted via email and all that fun stuff and uh um, oh, we'd love to have you on back on for a follow-up i mean uh, yeah, you yeah. know like not I, like i really want to see this now like I'm, I'm i'm wishing there was a trailer like that just like flashed the sprinkler scene just so i could like freeze frame it and yeah. <laughs> analyze it you know what I mean? yeah you know it's it'll shock the world i think you know yes you know i think the next step is is cast and all that fun stuff and and uh, and then yeah, the trailer. I, you know, you know how fast it is to make. You know, with this type of a movie, it'll be you know pretty fast and pretty, you know, like a lot of work going in in a short amount of time. Um, so next thing you know, you'll wake up and it'll be like, fuck, oh my god, there's a Ghost Puncher trailer. But again, I mean, I will keep. Trust me, I'll keep you guys posted um, because you know I tell everybody that's kind of in the ground up with Ghost Puncher that. You know that's that's the that's the army that's the the people that I'm always going to go to, um, and keep posted right away. I, and I've always done that. Once I got the, once we got producer and the director, I always kind of kept people like this is, you know, the the podcasts and the, you know, the fright hypes on Crypt TV. I always, you know, they're the ones that kind of found us. So um, I'm loyal to you guys, is what I'm saying. I'm humble <laughs> and loyal. Well, we are we are humbled for you being on, and and really quickly before we uh, before we end our conversation, is there any place that our listeners could go um, to get more information on Ghost Puncher? Is there uh, do you guys have a site or anything? Yeah, like that? absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, right now, go on Ghost Puncher the Twitter the Ghost Puncher uh, Twitter handle. So it's at Ghost Puncher XL, which is. Like I don't know if that's awesome or bad, but go somebody took those puncher, and I, I, in my head went, it's extra large, yeah. <laughs> magic Mike. Um, but on there, and then there's tons of press. We've been getting the last three months, you know, uh, on Fright Hype and and uh, Dread Central. There's a lot of stuff on Google just t- talking about the synopsis and 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 the producer and the director we've had like the, the the credentials they have so yeah so yeah you'll get all that stuff on the twitter um we're working on a facebook thing but i don't know how awesome that is <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm not sold on the i mean it would be i guess it'd be cool to have a facebook ghost puncher page yeah well you know social it, unfortunately it just seems like social media drives everything nowadays like you have to be it's, it's almost necessary to, to be on everything um you know at twitter facebook snapchat uh, freaking imager. I mean, it's like yeah. if you're not on everything, it's like no, you're right. You know you're know totally I mean? right. I, you but. know, like with the Facebook stuff, I just always think like you gotta, you know, then all of a sudden everybody will be getting a Candy Crush Ghost Puncher request. 
Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Ghost Puncher, will you farm? Uh, will you tend my farms and farm? Yeah, that would be. I awesome. always go with my buddies, usually my aunts, that have that shit. They're like, I need help with my farm, or my orchard's great. I'm always like, congrats! Like, I'm really proud of you. Like, I always comment on it. <laughs> and I'm dead serious. I'm surprised nobody really does that with their buddies or family. It's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Like, my one buddy always his video game – well, your video game, guys. His video game, like, um, James just got the best, you know, dance move on dance, dance, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> congrats. And I'll text them and I'll be like, dude, man, that's so – Cool. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Thanks, Dick. Yeah. He's like, James just got the island of whatever in some war game. And I'm like, fuck, man, are you okay? Is everything good? <laughs> That's what's up. Well, nice, nice, nice. Jordan, thank you so much for coming thank on you. the episode today. Like, yeah, we appreciate you as much as you appreciate us, I, I promise you. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> that was awesome, guys. No, I, I do. I appreciate it. Um, this was this was fun. So you guys, anytime. And there, if there's any more questions from your your listeners, um, and you know what's funny when you said Mindy was it Mindy that yeah, Mickey uh, Mickey Mickey you were like we have a we have an, uh, a question from our listeners and there was a bark. Oh. <laughs> I thought that, that was bark, yeah that was, that was uh... your show like your listeners get a bark. Oh. <laughs> that we could look yeah. into that we could. We yeah, should start like, doing that. Yeah, <laughs> our listener bark, and I was like, "That's cool." It's like I'm on like one of those zoo, you know, zoo radio like morning shows. <laughs> zoo morning shows, like. <laughs> um, no, honestly, guys, you know, I'm here anytime. Um, fucking a, guys, this was really fun. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that was our interview with Jordan. And uh, again, what a cool guy. You know what I mean? Just, just an awesome guy. And um, you know, like he said, if if you like. Uh, what you heard and you want to follow the Ghost Puncher um, stuff, you can follow at Twitter at Ghost Puncher XL. Uh, that's at Ghost Puncher XL. Uh, go check that out. Um, you know, we will definitely try to have a follow up him uh, with him whenever we can, whenever there's a little bit more on the project that's come out. Um, and we, you know, we really look forward to that. And, you know, most of all, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate you and all your support and all the Pondering Nerd fans. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, you can also catch us always at our home at GamingRebellion.com. Uh, you know, come over and join the community. There's some great articles every week, uh, some retro-related stuff, some current-gen stuff, a little bit for everybody. So definitely stop by and check out GamingRebellion.com. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's it. That's the show. This is uh, Nate Rowe, and with me is Lance John again, and peace. Peace.